Hey guys, welcome to Into the Fatherverse, episode three. We are recording on Sunday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, I'm Trey Stevens, your host, joined by Tim Rose and Clay Vindas. Uh, well, I guess we'll start with you guys doing anything fun for Valentine's Day besides recording this? Nope, I already went yesterday. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to have dinner tonight. That's about it. I actually got my wife a, a, a gift and the guy that was supposed to make it, it didn't, so I have another. <laughs> it's the thought that counts, right? Yeah. yeah. At least yeah. that's what they always say. Let's hope uh, so. We'll jump into uh, what we've been doing, playing, reading, watching this week. Uh, Tim been doing much of anything else? No, I have no. been mostly working. I barely got to watch WandaVision last night. Oh, well, uh, busy man. Yeah. Because, you know, we all know we're in a pandemic. Kids are at <laughs> home, and that's always a blast. Uh, Clay, what about you? I know, uh, before we get into that, actually, we've all three watched WandaVision, and I know we'll be talking oh. about it. So other than WandaVision, you uh, been doing her? Oh, uh, yeah, I've been playing... I picked up the uh, the Switch again. I've been trying to play less uh, World of Warcraft because that's just uh, a time-consuming pit of nothing. So yeah. uh, I've been trying to to pick up that back up. I've been playing Spiritfarer. No, you have been playing Spiritfarer. I have been. Yeah, I've been playing uh, this game called After Party. After Party is by the same people that uh, made Oxenfree. I don't know if you guys have heard about that one. I have, but I haven't played it. Yeah, Oxenfree is a really cool game. Came came out a few years ago. I really like it. So I wanted to try this other one because it's the same studio, right? And this game is basically the, the gist of this is uh, you're a couple. The main characters are a couple of college students. They die for some unknown reason and they wake up in hell. And... Mm -hmm what you have to do like they they want to get out of hell right and there's only one way to do it and that way is to out party the devil it's kind of like a comedy uh, comedy game you have to go uh, to the to the devil's house uh, he always has a party going on and you have to to basically drink a lot and and beat him in in uh, drinking games Oh wow! So it's it's kind of it's it's a weird one. It's a 2.5D game. Basically, it it doesn't have uh, a core gameplay element. It's just you walk and you talk to people. Um, you choose what you want to say, and there's uh, different like the story can go differently depending of what choices you make. And the the different aspects because that's basically what Oxenfree was. Right, but this one added on top of it these uh, mini games that are drinking games. They yeah, there's beer pong, there's uh, this game where you have to drink, then you have to stack up the the glasses and try not to make them fall. And every time you drink, everything gets fuzzy and and blurry, so it makes it harder and harder. And also, um, d depending on, on which cocktail you drink, that unlocks different uh, different dialogue options 
Like there's oh, okay. one that there's there's some there's some uh, drinks that get you to be more brave, another ones that that uh, makes you more likable, another ones that that make you just like real life. Yeah, just or just like real life. And yeah, I've been enjoying that. It's not as good as Oxenfree right now, basically because the the Oxenfree story uh, captured me most. Mm-hmm. But I'm really enjoying it. The I'm playing on the Switch, and the Switch port is is pretty bad, to be honest. Oh, is it? <laughs> it, it I mean, it's it's a 2.5D game. It's supposed to run anything. Like it's it's not a a, a very consuming game to to play, right? But uh, there's there's this this taxi you you take between islands because basically there are islands in hell, so you take this taxi which works kind of like a loading screen and when, mm-hmm. when you're on it uh it's a boat when you're on it they there's exposition they're talking stuff and and but it's clearly masking a loading screen and there's a lot of lag uh, when we when you're on that part of the game there's uh, quite a, a bit of lag and it's huh. very noticeable and also the models the the 3d models don't look doesn't they don't look really good so yeah, yeah. Basically, it's I would recommend playing on the, on the PC, but it's still enjoyable on the Switch. And I know if I had it on PC, I wouldn't play it because the Switch is just more comfortable. Ah, oh, it's convenient. Yeah, it's convenient and has crappy ports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it 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 plays good enough. Like I'm I'm being a bit picky. Like when you're usually playing the, the mini games and stuff, there's no problems with that. It's just during the, these loading times. I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, the fun thing about it. It's the basically what the first thing they tell you is this version of hell. It's um, not the usual one in the Bible. Uh, it's it's kind of a mixture of all mythology. For example, uh, there's the river sticks. There's Karen in there. No, okay. uh, there, there's a lot of stuff from from other mythology, mm-hmm. and also what's what's really weird about it, it's basically the bad thing that will happen to you in hell in that game only happens on business hours. Like demons, <laughs> the demons have to clock into work, and so during business hours, you 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 suffer, and, and all the bad stuff that can happen to you happen to you. And after that, like demons and, and humans just hang out and go drinking and stuff like that. Nice. So it's, That's it's pretty fun. Very creative. Uh, well, I guess I'll get into what I've been doing. Uh, like Chloe said, I have been playing Spirit Fair, which I'll touch on. I think episode one, I touched on it a bit. Um, you play as a girl named Stella, uh, from what I can tell. I'm not super far into it. I'd have to look exactly, see how long I've played. Um, but she has died and has taken the spot of Karen. So, again, uh, the afterworld is kind of like after party. There's a bunch of different islands, um, and you are driving, basically controlling the boat, um, that Karen controls. So you're going to different islands, picking up spirits, and then doing a little quest line for them to come to peace with dying and then you take them to the ever door and they they move on and uh, I, I don't know why indie developers are are obsessed with karen lately <laughs> he's, yeah, in, no, he's, he's in he's in after party he's in spirit fair 
Um, they do a very good job with him in this. Uh, they they kind of show him a little bit, and then you take his spot. Um, the fun thing is, for people like Clay, for me, it's a little tedious, is while you're going in between islands, it can take a while, but you are also managing an orchard, a garden. You know, you have to water your plants, pull your plants. You have to cook food to give to the spirits, you know, while they're on their on your boat. Excuse me. Um, they need fed to stay happy. Uh, it, and it's kind of a Metroidvania style. So after you get, I think it's two spirits, you can unlock a new ability. Once you get that ability, you can go back to some of the previous islands to get other things. Uh, I will say the soundtrack is magnificent. Actually, at work on Friday, I was listening to the soundtrack. Uh, it's very good. Uh, and the story's good. The story um, peaks very high. I mean, there's a couple times that I, it's really even touched me. It's just all the exposition in the middle of it and the tediousness of managing the garden. I mean, come on, I just want to jump around and unlock new abilities. But the, I'm probably going to finish it because the story's got me for the long haul. Yeah. Is it a 2D platformer? Because you said it's like Metro Metro event. Yes, it's definitely a 2D platformer. Okay, I don't get into those. When you said something about like tending to your garden, I was like, oh, I'm on board. But then you said it was like a Metro Venia, and I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I, I will say there's not a ton of platforming stuff in it. Like on your boat, you can build buildings. So, you know, you got your farm, then you can put your freaking smithy right above it if you want, and you know, you can jump up. Other than that, I think there's one little mini game to collect uh, green jellies, I think, which you need to create stuff, which is literally these jellyfish flying across your boat. You need to just jump up to where they are. And if mm -hmm. you touch them, you get it. Other than that, I wouldn't say there's a whole lot of platforming aspects to it, but it, it there is. I mean, it's definitely 2D as well. Mm. I, I, but I, I really want to play that one. It sounds really it's alley. the story is very good uh the writing is phenomenal and like i said that music is just perfect yeah um, I'm, I'm very into that those kind of management games that you can just turn your brain off and play for a long time yeah it definitely kind of has a stardew valley feel to it it's not quite as big in scope because your garden like my garden right now i can only plant three plants and i think i have an orchard that can no i don't remember what the other one i have is uh but it can only plant three plants so i've only got six plants at a time but you can upgrade them and add more to it it's neat um other than that uh i got into game pass on pc i wanted to i really wanted to try it um i've haven't owned an xbox since xbox 360 but the game pass um package is like right up my alley i like to play a ton of different games but i don't want to buy them all uh so i actually got in on the game pass ultimate because i think it was a dollar a month for the first three months mm -hmm. and then i'll probably just go down to the normal game pass because i don't have an xbox i don't need xbox live uh that being said i've always been interested in yakuza and i've heard really good things of yakuza like a dragon and game pass has uh zero kawami kawami 2 three, four, and five. So it's got all the games. So I downloaded uh, Yakuza Zero, give it a shot. Man, I'm enjoying the heck out of it. Uh, I've always been a big fan of Japan. And from what I can see, they've recreated uh, Japan very well. Um, 
it's very story heavy. That'd be my downfall is I'm, I'm invested in the story, but I mean, you can go 30, 45 minutes just watching cutscenes and not even have a way to save. So as a parent, I'd say it's maybe not the most ideal game unless your child's sleeping. Mm-hmm. I mean, even during nap time, I'll play and she'll wake up and I'm like, well, do I quit and have to rewatch all this stuff? Or do I just say, you know, sit in here, play with your toys so I can just get through this real quick. Is it language or violence or what? Uh, I mean, there's definitely a lot of violence. Uh, language isn't a big thing because uh, at least zero isn't dubbed. It's just uh, in Japanese with English subtitles. It's more for me, the parent aspect is the, uh, just the length in between saves. Oh, right. Uh, you know, cause like I said, if I'm 15 minutes into this, 45 minute cutscene. do I just quit or do I just push through it while she's awake? I mean, again, I don't mind. She's not watching the screen. It's just, it's a little time consuming, mm-hmm. but overall uh, it's very fun. It's a fun brawler. I haven't really played many brawlers, so I'm enjoying it. And man, they did amazing on the CGI. Uh, it's so realistic looking. Hmm. Uh, how, what about the story? Do you have to play the other games to get into that one? Um, so no, uh, Yakuza zero is the first in the timeline. Yakuza one, obviously is the first one that came out, but Yakuza zero is a prequel to that. So I'm starting with the first one in the timeline. So no, I mean, if you started with Kiwami, which is the remake of one, you would probably be fine as well. because that's how it, you know, it came out first, but you would just miss whatever this prequel story is, which is yeah. him basically starting out in the Yakuza clan and moving up. Yeah, so you you would like to start with Zero and then Kawami. Yes. Yeah, you'd want to start with Zero, then Kawami, Kawami 2, 3, 4, 5, then 6, which I believe is coming to Game Pass from what I read, like March 31st. And then Yakuza Like a Dragon, which just came out. Probably, because whenever they release all these series, it's usually because the next one is coming to Game Pass soon. Yeah. So. And it's kind of cool. Uh, I mean, if you're interested in Yakuza, Yakuza Zero takes place in like 1988, and then they just progress in the timeline. I think uh, Like a Dragon took place in 2019. So I'm, I myself being a fan of ja- ja- yeah, Japan, if I can talk, and Japan culture, I'd like to see how they do modeling it through the different timelines. Hmm. So I'll probably stick with it. I mean, I've heard good things about the series. I've just, I've never even seen gameplay. Oh really? Oh, um, I have. I'll record some. There's there's some really creative cutscenes on there. It's, oh, really, it's a, yeah. a very funny game. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, you can pick up trash cans and beat people with them. So, <laughs> I mean, that's fun for me. Is it kind of like Streets of Rage? I've never played Streets of Rage. Is honest. it is it like a um, a beat 'em up smashing game where you just walk the streets and you fight random? Um, I mean, so from what I can tell, I'm not too far into it. Um, you walk the streets and random encounters will start. Like I was walking the streets of Kamarocho and all of a sudden these delinquents decided to attack me. So then it, then it becomes a small arena, you know, that you got free form, walk around, attack whoever you want. It's usually like uh, four on one. Have you ever played sleeping dogs? No. Okay. Because the the combat kind of looks like that, but if you haven't played it. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then that wouldn't help. Yeah. How, how much is the Game Pass? Um, Game Pass Ultimate is normally fifteen dollars a month, 
but that covers um, Game Pass for PC, Game Pass for Xbox, and Xbox Live Gold. Uh, like I said, I got that for three months just because it was a dollar. And then I'll go down to Game Pass for PC, which is just $9.99 a month. So if you have an Xbox and you play PC as well, Ultimate is, I mean, that's a really good deal. $15. Because yeah. there's I, a lot of stuff. 16. Is it? It might be. There's a lot of stuff on Xbox. Yeah, Xbox Game Pass that isn't on Game Pass for PC as well. And I don't versa. think it's one. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew it wasn't like, one. Like uh, Flight Simulator is on PC. It is not on Xbox. Like, Xbox couldn't handle it. Um, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there are several sense. games also that involve mouse and keyboard that even though you can plug a mouse and keyboard into your Xbox, isn't, I mean, they don't, they don't put it on Xbox. So. Okay. I didn't. I did not know that. I do not own an Xbox. Yeah. By the yeah. way, I'm I'm hearing a lot of roosters in the back. I hope the, the mic's not picking them up. A I don't hear a rooster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. As is <laughs> a thing when you live in a rural town. Yeah. That is true. At least not a cow, because the cow was louder. <laughs> yeah, the cow was fun. Yeah. Uh, moving away from Game Pass, let's just get into Wandavision. Uh, how are okay, you guys yeah. enjoying it? Before that, I, I want to say. Um, I didn't say it when I was talking about it, but you don't want to play after a party in front of your kids. Maybe if they don't understand quite yet, uh, you can uh, you can pull it off. But if they can understand what what they're saying, like you don't want to play that in front of them. <laughs> right. A lot of okay. curses and a lot of weird stuff happening on there. Okay. Well, that's a good warning to have. Uh, one division. I I like it. I didn't yeah. get it first. Uh, that fourth episode brought me in, and now that we're on the sixth one, I'm really invested. So, yeah, uh, we'll try to keep it spoiler free, but uh, I mean, <laughs> that could be hard to talk about yeah, this without spoilers. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to do that. So, because <clears throat> a lot of things happen, but nothing really gets tied up, so it's kind of hard to bring anything may up and not maybe maybe we can bring up spoilers and then add like a disclaimer or, or yeah. just a timestamp on yeah. the description. Because yeah. it's, so we'll it's going to be really hard. Right now, if you are currently listening yeah. and are invested in WandaVision but have not seen, uh, what what episode is it, six? If you haven't seen the current episodes as of February 14th, you may want to stop listening for a couple minutes. Yeah, that's Starting amazing. right now. They are dead all along. I see dead people. Darth <laughs> Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. They're, oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what? What? Darth Vader's what? <laughs> well, I mean, nothing. He's Batman. I don't. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Oh no! Well, I know. Just... I feel terrible. <laughs> He's... Darth Vader's Batman, huh? Uh, I mean, let's just talk about the big one. What was it? End of episode five, when she brings Quicksilver back. Yeah. That definitely. She recast Pietro. <laughs> I. I, I... I have a lot of thoughts about that. Like, what what's the ramifications of that on the on the MCU as a whole? Because I don't know if it's just uh, a cameo they did, and, and well, it's not just a cameo a cameo because he's on the next episode, right? But uh, what's the meaning of that for the universe? Is it a different dimension guy? Or what's going on there? Yeah, that's exactly what I want to know. Uh, was the X Men universe a different dimension? And if so, is it now part of the, I mean, you know, real life stuff aside with Disney finally acquiring Fox yeah. and everything, they have to have, they have to have a reason or a justification of how he's there. 
yeah. besides just it's Scarlet Witch. Well, I maybe I missed a plot point, but I remember on the fifth episode when they said, what if we send something in there that doesn't need to be rewritten to fit her world? Yeah, Is that who they were talking about? Did they send him in there? Because he doesn't need to be rewritten, re- rewritten because he's Pietro, but from a different universe. Is that what they were referring to? I mean, my because in this week's episode, he says, "I died and then I came back." He's clearly lying, right? Like he's yeah. something's weird about him. Something's right. off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is he sent by sword or not? Like I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, I uh, agree with that 100. Uh, percent But uh, I think at, at that time they were talking about building some sort of machine that fit the the universe, because um, on. Rambo, I don't, I don't remember her name. Uh, she said something about contacting a, a space engineer or something like that to build a, a machine to go inside. That's what I, what I gather they were talking about. But I don't. Yeah, I don't so that know was yet. the other thing. Is a space engineer that never came into play in this episode at all. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. probably gonna be some someone big. Lots of plot points got brought up two episodes ago that this episode didn't fix and now we got new plot points <laughs> so now the twins are developing powers based on their parents um in that i mean we don't really get an explanation as to why they're growing so fast why they're the only ones that aren't being mind controlled and are they real so that's my you know, biggest thing are they real yeah, yeah I, they're heavily implying they are yeah because the the one boy has a connection to vision if he's not real he shouldn't have a connection to anybody Right, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I think um, they are also based on the comics. I think that they are yeah actually characters on the comics with, with their own powers. Yeah, yeah. So this whole this whole plot line is from House of M. So in typical Marvel slash Disney fashion, I assume that there's going to be a twist that makes it so that it's not exactly like the comic, but still kind of. Like, I know that the Winter Soldier, or not Winter Soldier, but in Civil War, with the Doctor that had more Winter Soldiers, and then, of course, the end twist ended up being that there weren't more. He killed them all way before the movie had started, um, which was a plot from a comic, but obviously that Doctor did not kill the other Winter Soldiers. So I I assume they're going in that direction where it's like, oh, you think we're following House of M, but in reality, something's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest twist is... uh... I mean, how how can the twins be real when Vision's not alive? Right. Or I mean, how, how do they have techni- a kid at all? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a robot, so technically, you know, Vision, yes, is a robot as well as he's not alive. I mean, well, it- I mean, what they're kind of implying here, even with Pietro, is that Wanda is so powerful she can recreate human life. Like that's what they keep saying. Like, are they alive or not? To multiple mm-hmm. people, because they they can't tell what she's created and what's actually just a, a normal entity now. So. And I will say that they are doing a very good job showing how powerful she is. Because in the comics, she's dang near a god. Like she's one of the most powerful characters in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. So they are doing it really well. <laughs> and they poked fun at it too. Did you notice that yeah. line where Pietro's like, yeah, "That's a big step up from the little woo woo you do with your fingers." <laughs> yeah. And, <the> yeah. <laughs> and I really I like liked the throwback costumes in this latest episode. I'll yeah, be honest, that was, that was nice. a nice touch. And I like how they just completely overlooked it. Like, every time somebody would guess who the other person's supposed to be, they're just like, ah, and we're yeah, just a, moving along. It's a wrestler, Mexican wrestler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know how much you like luchas, yeah. <laughs> I liked Vision's yeah. little paper diamond he had there. Yeah. 
Yeah, going back to, to Pietro, he's acting very weird and he's asking a lot of questions, so I wouldn't put him put it past him that he is like a plant. Yeah, he's very clearly trying to get information out of her, but yeah. I mean, but Vision's clearly not a plant and he's doing the yeah. same thing. I mean Yeah, but in Vision's case he is being controlled and is trying to figure out why. And in Pietro's case, he's acknowledging he's not being controlled and is actually really impressed by what she's doing. So oh, that's true. The questioning on his end is more like, wow, really cool, sister. And his is more like, wait, you're doing what now? Yeah. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Know, so. I found that uh, strange that he's like, oh, you're doing all these bad people. Cool. These bad things. Cool. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of more like, is he really even a Pietro? Is he the Pietro from X-Men? Is he with Sword? Did she really reanimate the dead and recast him into a new person? Like, why would she do that? Even see, she seems confused. Yeah. Like, why would I do that? <laughs> so. Yeah, and if it is, like, if it has some relation to X-Men, which it seems to, do, to be like that, because why would they uh, cast him on the role, right? Right. And then what? what's the meaning of that, like, is there more people like him back? Is is there mutants now? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they said this is a prelude to uh, Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. Which is called oh, is uh, the Multiverse of Madness or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So movie. that's where I think they're going with this: is that this is the X Men guy, and the Doctor Strange will be introducing the X Men in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Which yeah, is. It's kind of weird because in the extended Marvel Universe, uh, what was it? Was it one of the X-Men movies or the Wolverine movie? Uh, was it Tony Stark that showed up at the end of it trying to bring him in and Wolverine basically tells him, you know, no. No. Oh, that's, that's on the X-Men. Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, that was on X-Men First Class where yeah. Professor X and um, Magneto show up to recruit him into X-Men and he says, fuck off. And they're like, okay. Oh, okay. That was still in universe for itself. but Okay. Yeah. Um, so right now that they're trying to find a way, which I kind of knew. I I predicted with uh, Spider-Man, um, whatever that last one was, Far From Home, where they're um, teasing the multiverse, and I was like, this is probably how they're going to bring in the X-Men. And so they're. I wonder if they thought that was such a good idea that they're just like, yeah, we should actually probably do that because obviously the multiverse in that movie was a lie. And anybody who knew anything about Mysterio knew that that was going to be a lie because that's the character. But now they're they're going full force with it. They're like, yeah, there's going to be multiverse, and oh look, here's an X Men. So oh, yeah, you know. and and on the next Spider Man movie, they're supposed to be bringing people from other dimensions just straight up. Yeah, that's the rumor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, although so, they, they just recently denied it. But I mean, yeah, well, you know. we'll see. Yeah. yeah, the big question <laughs> is, the big question is, well. Marvel bring in the Fantastic Four before they make a deal with Sony to bring Spider-Man in? I mean... I have no interest <laughs> in the Fantastic Four, so I have no... Clue. I don't either, but I know in their, their comic universe, the Fantastic Four play a very big part in right. a lot of it. I mean, Reed's himself is a huge part. Uh, I wish they would have done something with him in Civil War. If anybody's read the Civil War comic, he was a major part in that. Mm-hmm. They kind of did a little wink in um, Infinity War when uh, Tony Stark had the nanobites. And one of them was really impressed. I forget who. He goes, you like it? I made it with. And he gets attacked all of a sudden. Yeah. Knocked off screens. Like, 
they were going to name drop, but they didn't. It was kind of a yeah. nice little. Yeah, and, and this uh, this space engineer guy that they are teasing might as well be Reed Richards. Right. That'd be yeah, really they, cool. they keep rewriting the Fantastic Four out of these stories and making it so that it's somebody else. So it'd be really cool mm -hmm. if they actually had a you know something to do. But, I mean. Know. After their last movie bombed, uh, they need to do. They After either need all to their movies bombed. <laughs> yeah. right. They need to either just cut them out completely, or you know, bring them in in big fashion like this. I mean, this would be a perfect time, like you said, the space engineer. That's literally what Reed Richards is. Like, it'd be perfect. I wouldn't mind if they were reintroduced the same way that like Hulk was, where he's not really getting his own. He's not the main focus of anything. He's yeah. just kind of like the side character. That way, like, because we already know by now, with after three attempts, Fantastic Four can't hold their own title. So, like, what if they're the, you know, an attraction in someone else's movie? That, I think they can if idea. they get a better movie. Uh, it, it most, maybe. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not really excited about them because, uh, as, as Trey mentioned, I, I'm not big into comics. And so I, all I know about them is from the movies, and the movies are really bad, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> But I think they can pull it off. Like, I don't think they'll, they'll just uh, use them as, like, they use Hulk. Because the thing with Hulk is they don't really have the the rights to use Hulk mm -hmm. They're in his own movie. They have to use him. They only have the rights to use him as a secondary right. character in other mm -hmm. movies. So that's the that's mostly the reason why, even though I, I, I don't think they would make a Hulk movie. Because mm -hmm. Hulk is kind of boring to me. Right. Ooh, you really need to read the new Hulk comic. Besides, yeah, I've heard it's good. Um, now the big question is, eh, I wouldn't call it a question. Prediction: Chris Evans plays Captain America and Human Torch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's possible. I don't think. <laughs> I mean he's been both already. Yeah, they are um, both. All right, if you uh, are just coming back, we are done with the Wandavision spoilers. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of a, a long spoiler talk. Uh, but we'll go ahead and get into some news. There's some, there's a decent amount of news. Some of it's not super exciting, like Machine Gun Kelly's writing his own comic about his album called Hotel Diablo. I like comics. Mm. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, this. like you went from hip hop to punk rock, which honestly his punk rock album isn't bad, but I don't need to read a comic about an album. I mean, I'm very clearly in my 30s. I've never, I mean, I know who Machine Gun Kelly is. I've never heard a song by him, so. All I know uh, about him is, uh, I think Eminem bid him some kind of. Oh, yeah, no, they had. Track. A, I don't know. <laughs> they had they something had going on. That, that's all I know about him. Yeah. Uh, it was just a little bit of news. If you are into comics, I'm a big comic guy. It's still not one I'm going to check out, but there might be somebody out there who will. Uh well, we talked about TV shows. Let's talk about movies. Uh, the Borderlands movie. If anybody's played Borderlands, you might be a bit hesitant on the movie, as am I. Big Borderlands 1 fan, Borderlands 2 fan, Borderlands 3 was garbage. Uh, but their casting has got me a little confused. Uh, they've got Who's Kate directing Blanchett. this? Is this you, Bull? <laughs> I have no idea who's I, I'm kind of being serious because it, like he's the only one I know that takes these video games and makes them so that they're not anywhere close. Oh, well. I mean, even I, I Anderson from Resident Evil at least tries to get somewhere close. Yeah. To the characters, you know, he's portraying. That. Kate Blanchett got cast as Lilith. I'm okay with that. All That's right. a weird choice. She might be all right. 
Lilith, yeah, she'll be, she might be all right. Oh, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis. Again, I don't, I, okay. She, Tannis is kind of a side character anyways. It might be all right. Uh, Jack Black is Claptrap. I could see that. That's, I could see yeah. it. Uh, it, you know, that's the, the only box. I, I think uh, I, I see where they're coming from. And I think mm -hmm. it might work. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might work. Uh, I kind of wish Gearbox and the original voice actor wouldn't have had the issues they did because it would have been really cool just to, you know, get the original Claptrap back in there. But let's just be honest. The big problem is why is Kevin Hart playing Roland? <laughs> yeah, that's, that just doesn't make any sense unless Roland, they want to rewrite the whole story. Yeah. Roland is a very straight edged military guy and you have some. A, a, active comedian playing him it just doesn't make sense yeah uh it'll be interesting i will probably give it a watch if i can find it for super cheap when it finally comes out because i mean the borderlands stories nine times out of ten are not why you're playing those games it, the shooting is very fun yeah. the looting is very fun and they've done a very good job on co-op the stories are just there the story is mean, good when it's being silly and and funny but when to it's an extent to serious, it's not that because uh borderlands 3 they were clearly going for serious or funny and it just didn't land i don't want to play a game about influencers i just yeah. want to shoot monsters and get my purple loot yeah I skip that one entirely <laughs> yeah that's probably well worth it and yeah we have to wait uh for the rock to play tiny tina yes yeah. that's, that's that's all i want now like yep. if if they are doing this we were casting they might they might as well just commit to it just go big <laughs> yeah uh we have casting news on the last of us tv show coming to hbo um i'm a big last of us fan i haven't played part two yet i'm sure you will know when i do because i'll talk about it but to me it's i mean the walking dead was a big tv show it do you really think The Last of Us TV shows? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a little different story, but it's the same premise as The Walking Dead. Who's doing it? Is it HBO? Yeah, it's HBO. I mean, I trust HBO to do something at least better than what The Walking Dead was. Yeah, and plus The Walking Dead comic is really good, and the TV show is only yes. loosely based on that. So that I is think true. The, uh, or the Last of Us will have more of that drama from the game, and that's important. So I think it'll be okay. Huh? Well, they did cast uh, Pedro Pascal as Joel, yep. and which is I mean he interesting. I could see the look. I don't know about he's, the acting chops, but he's really good. I mean, he's doing really good as the Mando. Yeah, behind the helmet, you sure is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's very true. I I, uh, just, then, I just want them to commit to the core story. Like, okay, you got to bring this girl from here to here. And then, yeah, and and then don't like what I like about HBO is they don't do this, what they did with The Walking Dead, which uh, other other companies just do this, uh, twenty-two uh, episodes long seasons, yeah, and they are just filler and filler yeah. and filler and get boring. But like what I like about HBO is they they condense the story uh, on just the important bits. So that's what I w would like them to do with this. Mm -hmm. Just don't don't start arguing failure that doesn't make sense. That was going to be yeah. my other point with like The Walking Dead. Lots of the middle episodes are just you know how can yeah, we stretch this plot from here to here, whereas like the new thing with streaming sites is 
how can we just hit the important parts? So yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I like I kind of like the casting for Ellie. Uh, it's yeah, the Lady Mormont from Game of Thrones. Yeah, Bella Ramsey. Yeah, I, I don't I don't really see see her like. Uh, like she doesn't really look like Ellie a lot, but I think like she might do a, a good work at it. Mm-hmm. And I like that they are actually going for for a kid. They're yeah, a kid that can act. Who can do a kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been in a very serious role already yeah. in Game of Thrones, so. and that's more important to me when it comes to like these video game shows and movies. Is can the person act? Not can they look like the person they're yeah. emulating. Um, I know I basically just said the exact opposite with the last thing with uh, Borderlands, <laughs> but what I mean by that is like with like Kevin Hart, for instance, he can act, but he we've only seen him act one specific way. He, mm-hmm. He's a, he's an over exaggerated comedian. Yeah, with the I, person I, playing Ellie, she we know she could be serious. We know she's a good actor. She doesn't look like Ellie, but we know she can pull off the dialogue and the and the feel. So. That's important I'm, to me. I mean, uh, Kevin Hart might be able to act serious, but since he hasn't really done it before, I don't think uh, I don't think the producers are going for that kind of of acting. You know, so You're right. yeah. So on that on, on that movie specifically, it seems like they are aiming to towards a funny mm-hmm. um, comedy comedic relief uh, Roland. So that's the difference there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll give it a watch. Yeah, and yeah. Pedro's gonna have to grow out a nice little beard because the baby face thing with Joel's yeah. not gonna work. But no, no, not at all. Uh, to move on, that this story is mainly for Fred, who couldn't make it today. But EA had their earnings call last week. They did announce there will be a Battle Six or a Battlefield Six game. Uh, it will be next gen and it will launch holiday of 2021, and Sounds like they're going to have uh, a release date announced uh, around spring of 2021. They'll announce that. Uh, Battlefield, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fred could talk more on it. Yeah, I'm not a big Battlefield fan, but I like Battlefield more than Call of Duty. Um, but I did not like Five, and that left a very mm-hmm. sour taste in my mouth. So I'm not as excited for Six as I should be. Um, Every game up to that and even after that, and in some ways, like with the DLCs and stuff, I really enjoyed, but five was so half-hearted, not the word I was going to use, but um, <laughs> it's so half, it was just half done that, um, I don't know, I'm not looking forward to six, they're going to have to show me something new, I guess. Yeah. Because aside yeah. from graphics, which graphics for Battlefield Five look great on PC, um, it didn't really bring anything new to the table. I didn't really like the campaign, which again, I don't play single player campaigns, um, but I do like to watch them. And mm-hmm. this one did not have that. So, well, yeah, I know Fred uh, loves Battlefield and hated Five. So, no, that's good. Yeah, I think I think yeah, that's kind of how most people were. Yeah, he's uneasy about Six. Five somehow launched without a whole lot of marketing behind it, and then disappeared very quickly. So. Something had to have been wrong internally in that studio for them to kind of blow it off like that. I mean, I'm just going to say it's EA. You never know. Yeah. Uh, Look at Anthem. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Anthem, did you guys see that this week Bioware is doing some kind of internal talking about whether or not that game is going to continue? 
Yeah, whether they should throw more assets at it or just drop it. Yeah. Um, so Jason Schreier has basically said he'll know more uh, this week um, about how that meeting went, probably before they come out and say it. Um, so I am actually interested in that. Because, again, um, Anthem played really well. Yes, it great, did. Great feel to it, but there was just nothing there. So yeah. if they do decide to relaunch it with some new content, I would be willing to give it a shot. Because I, I really enjoyed flying in that game. The, the, I think that's probably the best flying mechanics I've ever played. Oh man, it felt it felt great. I, that was added on the twelfth or the eleventh hour. You know, well, yeah. actually, probably on the twelfth hour, honestly. But it, it was definitely done the last second, and it felt fantastic. So. Yeah. And, and the shooter one still playing that? No, I deleted that a long time ago. Oh, I played it for like two, three hours, and I was like, done. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got yeah. the gist of it. Really yeah, fun, yeah. nothing there. So, uh, This is probably mainly for Clay and I because Tim doesn't – I don't think you play much Blizzard games, but BlizzCon online is uh, starts Friday the 19th. Oh, uh, good. It's online because we all have phones. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I never really get excited for BlizzCon. I – Used to play a lot of Blizzard games, almost all of them. Now it's mainly World of Warcraft, and even then, it's just I, I know I'm going to throw money at it, so I don't even care what it is anymore. Yeah. I do get excited about uh, seeing where they are going with the next patch, for example. So yeah. I, I am I'm pretty sure they they. I mean, if we get into predictions, I'm pretty sure that they'll reveal what's patch nine point one going to be of WoW. So I'm excited about that. I'm fairly certain I heard that they will not be annou or announcing or showing any more of Diablo 4. Yeah, so? I heard that there's kind of nothing really yeah. going coming up with that. So What's going and on the, with that game? Because it's been a long time since they announced it. And I think that's what the Blizzard community is coming for, is Diablo 4. I mean, everybody knows WoW's going to get a patch. They, again, in another year or two, there will be an expansion. But it's Diablo 4. Diablo fans have been waiting I don't know the exact time, but it's been years. Like, just come out with it. Don't even mess with the phone game. Just come out with Diablo 4. Give the people what they want. I'm hearing that despite, you know, kind of the bad reaction that it received, um, that the Diablo mobile game is actually not too bad. Oh, really? It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I've got nothing about uh, against uh, mobile games. I think the bigger problem with that was that everyone was expect expecting Diablo 4 to be announced that, that yeah. year. And yeah. they just didn't, and they announced this, and they left it. Uh, I think it was the last thing they announced. So they usually leave uh, the big announcements for last. Yeah. And everybody was expecting this big thing to be released uh, to be released and it was just mobile game so yeah. I, I don't have nothing against it i think it's more of the placement of it on that specific uh panel and and how people were waiting for four mm-hmm. and and let's hopefully we'd see something about overwatch 2 because that's also something that's been on the wraps like i don't know what's going on there they announced it like two years ago and there's nothing yeah I'd like to see more on it. I think the downfall for me is they've literally announced it's just going to be Overwatch, but they're just adding like a single player campaign, which is cool. I think a lot of those characters are really neat, but people obviously play Overwatch for the multiplayer. You're going to need to do a pretty big multiplayer overhaul to get people to spend 60 bucks on a new game. 
I mean, I mean, I don't know what they're going to charge. Obviously, if it's just a single player add-on, it may only be thirty dollars, forty dollars. But I mean, the Overwatch community is huge, but it's centered around you know multiplayer because that's all there is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess we'll see. I actually haven't heard anything about it in a very long time, so I haven't either. It's weird. Uh, well, we'll just keep on the topic of uh, shows. Uh, they have announced there will not be a physical E3 this year. Who would have guessed? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. just they just need to stop E3. I'm, I, uh, yeah. that was like Christmas to me at one point, and now mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, all right. Well, I mean, I think the video game industry has been exposed so much that now it's like it's very obvious that we're watching CGI commercials for a game that may or may not even be coming out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, don't charge people to go there; just stream it mm -hmm. online. I mean, Nintendo already does their stuff online, anyways, and it works. Yeah. Plus, with the ESA having so many issues in the oh. past, for those who don't know, E3 ran by ESA, leaking everybody's information that attended an E3. What, um, two, three years ago? Yeah, I think it was two years ago. Um, it was the last really good E3, I guess I could say. Yeah. Um, and then trying to rebrand it by bringing in a bunch of influencers before it actually got canceled due to the pandemic. I mean, thank God for the pandemic, right, guys? And then <laughs> it's just, I don't know, the ESA is really dropping the ball on this whole thing. And in, you know, this day and age, everybody could just stream on their own platform now. Yeah. Like, you don't you don't need E3 anymore. Brand recognition probably brings in a few hundred thousand more people than it would if you just said, "Hey, we're going to announce a game," but it's, it's going to go viral if it's a big enough game. So yeah, and I, I mean, mean the, the big players don't even go to it anymore. Like PlayStation and Xbox have been doing their own thing for years, yeah. and Nintendo would do their Nintendo Direct in the middle yeah. of the week, but they weren't yeah. at three. You know, they just yeah. knew if they used E3's you know marketing yeah. <laughs> to well do normally do. That's what Microsoft did. Microsoft hasn't been at E3 for a couple of years, but they always do it in the same area at the same time. Yeah, They're just yeah. not part of E3. Right. And I was it last year before they canceled E3, Sony did announce that they wouldn't be going. Mm -hmm. So Lots of companies had announced that they wouldn't be going to E3 um, I mean, anymore. So. I do think E3 was probably pretty good for the indie guys, but... There's other oh, it was ways great to for the get indie guys. There. That's the one thing about E3 that was really good and doing online is going to really select for them is the networking. A mm -hmm. lot of people in the gaming industry met their future employees or teammates or their next job or whatever at E3. That's kind of what the main thing used to be. I mean, it used to actually be an expo, right? You'd, yeah. have, your, you'd have your game or your new system or whatever on display and people would go, you'd hand out business cards, you'd meet new people. And with it being online, that's just not going to be a thing anymore. So really, if it's online, it really is a glorified TV commercial now. That's all it's doing. Oh, yeah. for. So that's going to suck. Yeah. I mean, it definitely won't be great. Because that was always uh, my dream to go to E3 or to get a pass, to, to be so successful inside the you know, industry that you get invited for free or whatever. You know? but, yeah. Hey, if we get people to like, share, and subscribe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, at some point, we all just wish to be there. Yeah. But I, I think like that I've watched videos about it and stuff and now it's just a mess of, of people. Yeah. It's just too crowded. And... Anymore I wouldn't go. I don't want my information leaked. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's a big thing too. But don't forget to like, subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Facebook page enough. <laughs> Let me tell you about our Patreon. <laughs> uh we have a couple other news stories here. Uh we'll probably try to rapid fire them. We've had some technical difficulties this morning so we don't have quite as much time as we uh, normally would uh 
but we'll just quick get through these ones. Red. Um, God. Am I right, guys? He's not here to defend himself, so let's yeah, throw him under the bus. <laughs> uh, City Project Red got hacked. Uh, there's not much to touch on it. Uh, there's a couple stories here that we don't want to touch on too much just because uh, people have differing opinions. This one, they just got hacked. Ransomware. Uh, CD they Baylor got epically win. toned. Yeah, no. they can't win. I mean, the nothing, even when they do something right, something goes wrong. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. Last I saw is uh, the people were starting to sell their information. Uh, yeah, for millions. Was... Who's buying this? Yeah. Who's yeah, doing that? There's, Did there's, you not see how Cyberpunk came out? They <laughs> supposedly already sold sold it. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know uh, much of the details of it. Just something to touch base on. Uh, another one that we won't really get into is, I don't even know how to pronounce her now. Name, Gina Carano. Gina. Uh, got fired from Disney. Um, she she came out on social media with a statement, which again, we won't give our opinions on. The only opinion I have as a Mandalorian fan is that stinks. Uh, whether it was the right or wrong decision, it stinks as a fan because she did very well in that show. She was my second to last favorite character. So um, she's not yeah. getting pissed from me. Yeah, there's no denying, though, that if you're a Star Wars or Mandalorian or even just a fan of hers, it does suck that she got fired. So Yeah. Whether it was the right or wrong decision. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't we'll watched see, it yet, so. We'll see how they kill off her character. <laughs> I, I just, you know, the, the mechanic, it was my least favorite character, and then it was her. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just, for her to be written off, it's kind of like, mm, meh. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about switch ports earlier. Pillars of Eternity is coming to the switch. I have heard the port stinks. Uh, I like that game a lot. Uh, it's a very fun game made by a pretty decent company, but I played it on PS4 pro and there was literally a loading screen, probably every five minutes. It <laughs> So I stopped it maybe a quarter way through the game. I really enjoyed it. Just, I was looking at more load screens than I was game time. So I can only imagine it coming to Switch, how bad that's going to be. I mean, obviously, the Switch has weaker hardware. Just for fun, I'll plug um, Hero U, Rogue to Redemption, came out on Switch. That's a game that you guys probably haven't heard of, but it's it's an RPG. Came out on the PC two years ago, I think. Um, really fun, old-fashioned point-and-click adventure game, um, if that's your thing at all. Um, you play as a thief storyline as you go to school it's kind of like i mean i hate to make this comparison because everybody does but it's like hogwarts but for thieves mm. um so you go through your class and your days are on a timer and you have to do certain tasks and you have to decide don't want to do this task or this task and like some days you'll go work out and increase your strength and some days you'll want to work on your lock picking um but you can't do it all in one day um so that's and then a story unfolds throughout the year semester and depending on if you decide to do certain things, the story will go different directions. And sometimes like you'll be playing in the middle of the semester and all of a sudden one of your classmates is dead because you didn't do something that you didn't even know you were supposed to do. And, and like, there's no going back. So you have to either replay it again. So there's, there's branching options and stories. It's, it's really good. Um, it's on the switch for $15. I know oh, the creator sorry. is why I plug that. So there you go. Oh, okay. Sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I definitely will check it out. I mean, other than that, the other big news story that I pulled was uh, Kingdom Hearts is coming to PC for the first time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
coming to the Epic Game Store. I'm not sure it's ex what's that? That was a PlayStation exclusive before. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, man, the fan base around Kingdom Hearts is huge. I've played one, two, and a couple of the other ones. Man, that story is out there. Good God. It's right on par with Final Fantasy. That story is just out there. Uh, mm -hmm. Very fun, though. I mean, kids love it because there's Disney characters in it. They won't understand the story at all because it just goes... I don't even understand the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't like either. Keeping a stone. <laughs> but... If you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, it's now coming to PC. We'll see how long until lawsuits come out because Disney's characters are getting modded. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's gonna be, be honest. Yeah, they're going to have to lock that down. When, yeah, Because the first thing people are going to do is do some weird stuff with some of those characters, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, other than that, I think that's all the news stories we have this week, unless you guys have any other ones. No, I don't no, think so. Um, obviously, Fred's not here, so no tech talk with Fred. Um, well, yeah. Clay and I do have some comic talk we could do. I don't think we'll do it this week uh, just because of time. Um, but we are looking, I know, into recording some bonus episodes. Maybe that will be one of them. Yeah. Uh, Tim can join us. Uh, yeah. Fred can listen because he's I try. Basically, uh, I just got... Uh, I've never really been into comic books, so I've never read any of them. Basically, I, I only read like uh, one Joker one and Civil War, I think. And I recently got Comicsology, and I'm enjoying that pretty much. So, yeah, we'll maybe talk about that in a in a later episode. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, because what was it the other night? I gave you a list of probably fifty different comics. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have problems. I, yeah, no, I have a serious <laughs> problem. Uh, well, I think that's about all we've got to talk about, except for like and subscribe to our uh, YouTube, like and subscribe to our Facebook, share posts if you can. Don't forget to smash that bell. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sorry. We're going to start doing oh, our influencer things. All of our thumbnails uh, on YouTube are going to be us smiling with a thumbs yeah. up now because that's the <laughs> mouth gate. Something like this, like <laughs> smash that like button. <laughs> but it does help us out a lot. Um, yeah, yes, but seriously, do do it. Yeah, all. No, no. yeah, but seriously, <laughs> I know, do I it. You. We're we're making jokes about it, but do it. So yeah, <laughs> we know where you live. <laughs> I don't know about that one. We work for the ESA. <laughs> we know where you live. <laughs> we'll leak your information if you were there. Um, and if you have any questions or conversation starters, please send us an email. Uh, we'd love to start getting you guys in here. Uh, it'd give us more topics to do longer episodes when we aren't in a time crunch. Uh, and like, follow our Facebook page because I know uh, – we may have some things planned. I guess there's things we need to talk about, but uh, you know, we'll constantly post on there, keep you updated on if an episode gets pushed back, you know, to look for it at certain times, any of that stuff. Uh, yeah, we, Tim, we are, you got anything to plug? We are no. into the Fighter Bears in on Facebook. We're at Fighter Bears on Twitter, mm -hmm. and the podcast you can find it on YouTube. Uh, Stitcher and Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. Mm -hmm.